0: Oh. Oh Recorded live. Along to God belongs to God belong to God belongs to God belong to God belongs to God belong to God belong to God belongs to God belongs to God love to God belong to God Belong to God, belong to God, belong to God. Oh, what do you want the Lord to say? Somebody tell me. Oh, my deepest secret prayer, that's what I want the Lord to say. Oh, what do you want the Lord to say? All mm-hmm. right. Uh <laughs> bye
1: God, all by yourself, we come for no other reason but to give you glory on this morning, God. We come to give you praise. We come to give you honor. Let your word manifest itself through this man's servant, oh God. Let the word fall on fertile ground Is my humble prayer on this morning. In the name of Jesus, we all say thank you, Lord. Lord. Amen Amen and amen. Praising God for all that he has done, for all that he is doing and for all that he's going to do, amen. We are going to go to the book of Proverbs, 31st chapter. I love you. I love you. I love
0: you, Lord, today. Because you care for me. It's a special way. That's why I praise you. I give you up and I magnify your
1: name. That's why my heart
0: is filled with praise.
1: Come on, one more time. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love
0: you, I love you, I love you, Lord, you Why? because you care for me, me. 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 It's you i I praise you, I live in love, you. And I your name. That's why my heart is filled
1: with Proverbs 31 and verse 30. Amen my heart, my heart, my
0: mind, my soul, my You you Why you pay I right.
1: Amen. I'll read that one more again. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Amen. And as you take your seat, I just want to talk about The godly mother. Amen? The godly mother. And, of course, we want to honor every mother by saying Happy Mother's Day. Amen. Some of my mothers have gone on to be with the Lord. From my mother but yet still here some or future mother amen when i say future i'm talking about way down the road future amen jackie amen jasmine amen again jasmine amen again one more time jasmine <laughs> but happy mother's day and and Unfortunately, all mothers are not created equal. First passage, part of this that says favor is deceitful. Amen. Favor is deceitful. First point I want to hit on is all that glitter is not gold. Amen? Everybody say deceitfulness. Deceitfulness is a form of witchcraft. You may have heard the word cunning, crafty, smart. you got to watch this one and watch that one. And some prime examples that we have, at least scripturally, would be Miss Delilah. Delilah was a very beautiful woman who had favor with men, and she was given a task and an assignment to try to find out the mysteries of why Samson was so strong. Where did his power come from? So they they sent Delilah on a mission. And she had made it appear, at least in Samson's favor and eyes, that she would meet him well, meet him good. I don't expect you all to answer this on this morning, but If the truth be told, sometimes, I'm saying sometimes, a woman could use her her beauty and her appeal as an advantage. You don't have to say that because I know I'm telling the truth anyway. Amen. And with the bat of an eye, the sway of a hip, you can get just about whatever you'd like in some cases. So when Delilah first asked Samson, what is your strength? Chance was playing with He told her a couple of things, and they wouldn't try that, and it didn't reveal or break the code. But you would have thought that when she went to try these things, Chance would have had sense enough not to reveal. But favor can be deceitful. I say this in a balanced way, penitentiaries and graveyards are filled with men, regardless of race, who were trying to defend or win the affection of a woman. Just read the story. I can't have you on nobody have you. All the glitters ain't gold. Then we have Miss Leah. Maybe I need to refresh your memory on who Leah was. Leah was the older sister of Rachel. And Leah was being left out when Jacob and asked to marry Rachel, and he worked seven years. And come the time for him to marry Rachel, daddy for the switcheroo and presented Leah. And so Leah was in on the deception of trying to marry off. And when Jacob went and asked, well, why did you give me her? He said, I couldn't have my oldest not be married before my youngest. So there was another form of deceitfulness. Anybody remember Priscilla? Priscilla was the wife of Ananias. And they had disobeyed the will of God. And God first asked Ananias, Why did he go against the wheel? And he lied, and God let him fall dead right there before him. And no sooner than they could bury him, he went and approached Priscilla, and Priscilla went right along with the lie. And she, too, was buried right next to him. So deceitfulness can be a very treacherous thing. The next part of... This particular passage, uh, passage, <laughs> passage, would be, "And beauty is vain." Somebody say, "Beauty versus beauty." There is an inner beauty, and then there is an outer beauty. A lot of the times we'll
0: be enamored
1: at all with the outer beauty when the inner beauty is rotten to the core. How an individual looks, how an individual smells, how an individual looks on the surface is what draws to that attention. But The more you get to know that individual, they're polluted and contaminated on the inside. But sometimes... We think that we can save, but we can't save nobody. You can't fix nobody. You can't correct nobody. That's between that individual and the Lord. But he said, I can work with them. Amen? Knowing when you need work yourself. If I'm busy working on you, who's going to work on me? The same one that can work on both of us, and that's the Lord. Amen? So when, when you so focus on the outer beauty that you can't focus Does a person spend time searching and seeking the Lord than they do to make sure that their appearance is all right. Some folks spend an hour in the mirror and not a minute with the Lord. Do I want some beauty that will dissolve in a few years? Or do I want a beauty that will last eternally? Because I guarantee you, if you keep waking up, everything that's north will soon head south and just keep waking up, you young folks, you'll realize what I'm talking about. That beauty is to the eyes of the beholder. When we talk about a godly mother, just because you can conceive doesn't make you a godly mother. Just because you have beauty doesn't make you a godly mother. Just because you have a pill does not make you a godly mother. In the same book of Proverbs, it says you can't put a price on a godly woman because her value is far more than that of Ruby. And when I understand the assessment of a godly mother. Money can't buy a godly mother. Hello? A big house can't buy a godly mother. The fancy automobiles and the the fancy clothing can't determine a godly mother. Because when I think of the widow woman and her child, preparing for their last meal. And the man's servant came and said, prepare me the cake. A godly mother understands when she's in the presence of God and his messenger. So she forsook going and preparing for her and a child what she would think would be her last meal. But a godly mother has nothing when all else fails but faith to stand upon. And this godly mother stood on the faith knowing that I'm going to trust God and his manservant and prepare this meal. And the scripture says that when this woman trusted God, when this godly woman trusted God, her cupboards would never bear. Now, I want you to hear something real good. Her cupboards would never bear. Doesn't necessarily mean that her covers were full of things that she wanted all the time. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Her covers were never bare, which tells me that that even when she wanted to complain, God so just do a check her covers. There was something there to eat. A godly mother, in my own simple thought belief, came up with gulash. <laughs> Oh, my, you younger, what what is bar? That's when you get a can of this and a can of that, a can of this, and blend it together. And if you're lucky, some tomato paste or sauce, whip it all together and say, bon appetit. But it's creating a meal so the babies don't go hungry. Amen. Amen. A godly mother can make lemonade out of a, limit. A godly mother understands the art, and I said the art of robbing Peter to pay Paul. A godly mother understands that it's for her offspring before her. You want to see a woman turn vicious on you, a godly woman turn vicious on you, mess with her offspring, attack her baby and see how gospel she remained when her babies were being threatened. Well, we're talking about a godly woman. And that's why the next part says that, but this godly woman feareth the Lord. And when you understand who's in control and who's really making things happen, Fear is not the fear that we are accustomed to seeing. See, you can fear someone that has a gun pointed at you because that's rightfully so. But the fear I'm talking about is a reference. A reference and and an adoration for the Lord Himself. I don't want to do anything that is going to cause God to be displeased in me. You're talking about a godly mother. And when this godly mother. Fears the Lord. She feareth the Lord, not running and shaking and fear, but she's going to be conscientious of every decision she makes. And if she happens to make a decision that wasn't pleasing to the Lord, she will be quick to say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, I made a mistake. Because a godly mother understands that when you're doing your best, sometimes your best is going to be wrong. Anybody got sense to understand that? But just because you're wrong don't mean you can be wrong forever. Acknowledge your error. And somebody say carry on. That's, all, that's what you do. You carry on. You can't worry about, Lord, I made a mistake. Because the greatest of us makes a mistake. After you've done all you can, stand. A godly mother understands that once the mistake has been acknowledged and she moves on to the next level in her life, she then lines up with the Lord. And here comes a challenging part that some millennial women have a problem with. I'm not accusing anyone here or listening. After you, line up with the Lord. That's line up with your husband. Amen. What if he's an idiot? God showed you some signs he was an idiot before you married, but you still chose to marry. Hello. But <laughs> well, we line up with your husband because that's the pecking order of God. Reverence. You then position yourself, and here's the key: position yourself to be a blessing. To your offspring, let me help you, offspring. The scripture says there comes a time when a man must leave his mother and father and cleave to his own wife and start his own family, and you pass on that same gift. It's the gift that keeps on giving. So that husband and wife are inseparable, amen? So that don't mean, I heard somebody say the other day, "What? how do you feel when your 40-year-old living in your basement gets mad and threatens to move out? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I think we might be able to manage, amen? amen. <laughs> you know, so when, when you understand the, the, the beauty of this godly woman, is that she understands the order and the flow of God. I can't love myself until I first love the Lord. I can't love my husband until I first love the Lord. I can't love my children. Until I first love the Lord. Remember, all mothers are not created equal. Just because you say you love your child, but do you have enough godly love for your child? Amen. The godly love that if your child is in error, you've got enough God in you to tell them, baby, you're in hell. And don't allow them to walk. Now the children don't make their own choice. Amen. There's there's a reason why the age of twelve is so important. The age of twelve is the age of accountability. Hello. In rearing children, by the time they are twelve, you have taught them just about everything they really need to know to be successful in life. A godly mother understands that. Now you still have to guide and instruct and counsel. Between 13 and forever. Y'all heard that, right? 13 and forever. Mm. Amen. That's when the guidance and counseling comes in. So there comes a point, you know what? You're you just going to have to figure it out. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue unfair. He is Lord. That's accountability point, okay? I've taught you right from wrong. I've tried to protect you and rear you as best as I could. Now, I'm not going to cast you out, but I'm going to turn you over to the Lord. There was a reason why Samuel stayed with his mother until he turned 12. She then turned him over to his father. So his father could continue to pick up. It was then, y'all better hear me loud, it was then, that the Lord began to call on him. And he kept coming into the room of his mentor. He said, did you call me? He said, no, I didn't call you. And he kept coming back. He said, are you calling me? He said, no. He said, but the next time you hear that voice, just say, yes, Lord. It's amazing that Jesus' ministry didn't officially kick off until they saw him in the temple. He had wandered off, and he was 12 years old. So the age of accountability is twelve, and the godly mother understands that. And no matter, here's the beauty of being a mother. Here's the beauty of being a godly mother. No matter how old they are, no matter what dumb, dumb stuff they do, something in her heart pulls that. That's still my baby. Amen. Wrong as four left shoes, but they're still my baby. Lord, I know they ain't always right. I know. Lord, they just wrong. They wrong, but they're still, my baby. Lord, please have mercy on my baby. When the woman stood before the judge pleading for a child's case, and she must have hit a soft spot, because he said, Lord, even the dog at the table will get a cross. It's something about a godly mother's plea, not only for a children, but for a household. When she sacrifices to go beyond the call of duty, and not because someone told you to, because God put it in your heart to do. That's the mark of a godly mother. A godly mother Y'all, y'all, y'all might not like what I'm about to say, but it is what it is. But a godly mother would go through some obstacles that might not seem favorable. Y'all don't hear me. That might not seem politically correct on the behalf of a baby. Y'all will reach that in between. And do whatever it's going to take to make sure I keep them together. And by keeping them together, I'm talking about keeping a roof over their head keeping food on the table, keeping a light bill on and and, and keeping the water flowing. A godly mother will will forsake herself on the behalf of her children and even in some cases the entire family. You understand that, that God is strategically working it out. Somebody say he's working it out. Trust the process. So when we understand that that the fear and the and the reverence for the Lord goes beyond just oh Lord I'm afraid just because you're afraid of your husband because he might hit you don't mean you reverence him. Say that again. Fear for your husband, anybody hitting you, is not reverence. That's fear. But fear and reverence of the Lord. God don't have to even touch you, but you're going to understand that he's in control. I'm going to let that one soak just for a moment. Young women, Jasmine in particular, all of y'all, old women too, if he got to put his hand on you, if he got to put his hand on you, if he got to put his hand on you, he don't belong to you, and he don't belong to God. Hello, Singleton. We got another one for you. And for those who are listening, Singleton is the local mortician. No. <laughs> Singleton, we got one. We got a fresh one for you because he didn't know how to put his hand, keep his hands in his pocket. Amen? time he got to shake you to get your attention, he don't belong to you. Now, arguments are going to come. Verbal fights are going to happen. Amen? But when he says, touch not my anointing, y'all better hear me. I've been raised once. You don't have to whoop me to get my attention. Amen. You hear me, Jackie? You hear me, Jasmine? Praise the Lord. I will bless the Lord, all oh, my soul, and all that is within me. God bless you on this morning. Amen. i right on in, sir. So just because they put their hands on you don't mean that that's the fear of the Lord. And you really need to pray that God will get you out of that situation if that's a situation you're dealing with. Amen. Amen. And let me help you, too. Sometimes you don't have to pray. You just got to leave. Head towards the hills from which comes my help. If you're getting whooped on, I don't believe God wants you to stay in a situation that's causing you to get whooped on. Amen. Amen. But I love him. Well, I love him, too. That's why I'm going to flee so I don't kill him. -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're talking about a godly woman. I'll never forget my mother, bless her heart. And, Mama, if you're listening, I'm just being free in the Lord. It was a rough patch. And I said, Mama, why don't we just leave
0: Daddy?
1: And Mama says, boy, Cuss your mouth. But mama, that ain't right. And she put me in my place. She said, that was my choice. And if God allowed me to withstand certain things, then God's going to allow me when it's time to leave out of this. And she said, no matter how upset you get, that's still your father. No matter how upset you get, I'm still your mother. No matter how disenfranchised you become, children honor thy mother and thy father. Amen. Amen. A godly mother passes those traits on to the children. A godly mother, that's why a mother, that's why I say all mothers are not created equally. A mother is so vital to society. To society. I want you to hear me real good. Even Jack the Ripper had a mother. Charles Manson had a mother. Attila the had a mother. But the mother is more than just giving birth, the mother teaches life lessons that continue to keep on giving. A mother teaches the first, the child's first. Introduction to a spiritual life comes from mother. How a child deals with adversity comes from mother. How a child grows and maneuvers and the first impressions they get comes from mother. So mother, understand that you could be nurturing the next president of the United States. You could be nurturing the next pastor of the congregation to come behind. You never know the vital role that you serve as a mother. And if you're going to be a mother, at least be a godly mother. Hello? Kittens become mothers. Kangaroos become mothers. And let me just tell you about a kangaroo. A kangaroo got the ability nurture for three different babies in three different cycles of life. One in the pouch, one headed to the pouch, and another one about to be conceived. They so say the kangaroo, and I don't know, y'all know I like Matt Dio, but help me anyway, but the kangaroo has the ability to deal with three different offerings at different stages in life. And if God can give that for a kangaroo, imagine what he's given to his children that were shaped in in his his image. Amen? The difference between a kangaroo and a mamaroo is that the mamaroo has a soul. It's that the mamaroo has the difference and the choice of making the right decision or going against the will of God. And no matter how tough it gets, the mother is going to lead that child back to the Lord. Amen? And when you leave that child back to the Lord, that's why you got to read and you got to study. the said, raise up a child in the way that they should go. But when they're old, they won't depart. Now, let me help you. I'm talking to my seasoned mothers now because some of you with your little ones, you might think they're doing some bad stuff, but they ain't done nothing yet. Amen? Yeah, well, thank you, somebody. How many and you can ask daddy this too, will you just drop your head in shame for something your child has done? And you go, oh, Lord Jesus. I don't know. You know what? We will duck and hide over something our child has done. Father and mother will set that child down and say, you know what, baby? I love you. I support you, and I got your back. But you was wrong. You can get mad. You can fuck. You can cuss. But if you're gonna cut, you gonna cuss, it better be under your breath. But you I can cuss, okay? But 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 when you settle down, I'm here for you. But you was wrong. And when. That godly mother has stood her ground. You can kick, scream, moan, and groan. The virtuous woman is going to rise through the godly choice that she's made. You. And you can't, as I mentioned, put a price on her head. Because here's the thing what makes the birth so special. Daddy plants the seed and he's gone about his business. Whether he wanted him to or not. He's going on about his business. Well, look at me. I'm a dad. I'm a dad. They call me Big Papa. He's moving on. I got to work. I got to work. I got to work. But a godly mother sometimes got to work three times. And mamas might like this part here. She got to work three times. What do I say? Three times. She got to work to maintain her godly position because that never stops. Hello? She got to work to maintain her wife's position. Sometimes that can stop. (laughs) Then she got to work to maintain her motherly position. That never stops. Even in her older and feeble ways, if, if the baby that she birthed said, Mama, I, her ears perk up, and she said, what you need, baby? And even on her fixed income, y'all don't hear me talking, she will scratch and figure how she can help her grown, rusted child Amen. to keep whatever they got going on, but but a godly mother, she'll sit down and she'll, she'll look at this bill and she'll go back to when you was a little lad. And you was trying to figure out, and my mama told me, baby, just because you see money don't mean I got money. Because this money is accounted for. Well, what do you mean, mama? I want this, and, and you got the money right there. and uh, you, you got the money right here, and you got the money right there. Well, I, I want this. And, no, no, baby, it don't quite work this way. Jackie, I had to be, I know. Nine, ten years old. And my mama had a check, I'll never forget it, it was two hundred and fifty eight dollars and some change. And nine, ten years old, seven years, late seven years, that's a lot of money. And I said, ooh, we rich. <laughs> Somebody say keep waking up. Mama sat down with that check. Then she had these envelopes to the side. I'm saying, well, forget the envelopes. Let's cash the check. And Mama said, you see that? Said, yes, ma'am. And now, this now, is this way back now. Rent, $110. Somebody said, where them days gone, huh? Light bill, twenty-four dollars. Phone bill, twelve dollars. Car note, a hundred dollars. We already threw the money, and then Mama broke it down and broke it down, and I've remembered this ever since. She said, "Now we gotta have somewhere to stay, right?" Yes, ma'am. You got to pay that. To keep a roof over your head. Let me make you laugh just for a second. If you ever end up buying, and you got to decide to pay rent or the light bill, pay the rent. You can buy a candle. <laughs> well, why pay the light bill if you're going to get kicked out? Pay the rent, <laughs> and the Lord will really help you figure out the rest along the journey. But anyway, she, she said, I gotta have a phone because this was pre cell phone error. I gotta have a phone because I got children. And you never know what can happen in an emergency. Yes, ma'am. I gotta have a car to get back and forth to work, or I don't even have this little check I got here. Yes, ma'am. And oh, by the way, don't you like to eat? Yes, ma'am. And I've never asked my mama but nothing again. Because I always remember that lesson. One of my sons said, a godly mother will protect you even when she's covering you. And what do they protect? They're you from yourself. Sometimes a godly mother will take on and internalize some things that you as a young child popping off and you don't even know what's going on. You're just rambling. But the godly mother... Well, go Jesus on your father. Forgive them. They don't know what they're talking about. My child is stuck on stupid right now, baby Jesus. Don't don't hurt them. Don't hurt them. She'll still plead for you even in your ignorance. The one thing about a godly mother that money can't buy is a godly mother is one that has a prayer habit. The kind of prayer that will wake you up in the middle of a night when you're a thousand miles away. The kind of prayer that will keep you earnestly seeking God when it seems like all is lost. That kind of mother that will pray. Remember the old song uh, in the upper room when, when, when the old mother had come around and they had given up on the child or the person that was in the sick bed, and she said, "Where's your nearest closet?" And when, when, when she went down to the to the closet, but see, it, it seems like, and I, I, I'm not saying it is, but I know there's still some godly mothers, but. I'm still waiting for that big mama type godly mother that I had that when everybody else was caught up in their gizmos and gadgets, she was in the upper room somewhere praying. The godly mother that would pray and say, Lord, they, they think they got all the answers, but, Lord, keep their mind stayed on you. Lord, let them go get an education. They say, you can get your learning, but don't lose your burning. I'm looking for them type of godly mothers, them type of godly mothers that would say, Lord, this ain't moving fast enough. I'm going to go on a fast. The kind of godly mother that she watches. this, she will cook for the family, but she'll go in her secret closet because her godly order knows that I've got to serve God, serve my family, and then take care of everything else. So she'll serve God, feed the family, and she'll go on a fast. That's the kind of godly mother that we're, we're looking for right now, godly mother that will forsake her very own satisfaction just to see her smile on her child's face. The kind of godly mother that'll help us keep saying, yes, Lord, when she don't understand. The kind of godly mother that'll keep us saying, yes, Lord, when she's hurting deep down on the inside. The kind of godly mother when she don't know how the bill's going to get paid, but she know God's going to work it out. The kind of godly mother that'll keep focused on Jesus no matter what the devil try to bring up.
0: That's
1: the kind of godly mother that we need in order for the house to reclaim itself. See, it ain't about the pastor all the time but it's about some godly mothers. It's about some godly mothers who can help lift the pastor's arms up and pray, Lord, pray for my leader. Lord, keep my leader focused on you. Watch this. Lord, don't let my leader get in some nonsense. Don't let my leader start chasing search. Don't let my leader start chasing money. Don't let my leader start getting hooked up with the wrong shenanigans. Lord, keep him covered. The kind of godly mother that I keep focused on the big prize, and the big prize is to hear, well done by good and faithful servants. That's the kind of godly mother that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the one that's going to power. All oh, y'all want to talk. The one that's going to say, well, what about me? What about you? Them that are first shall be last. And them that are last shall be first. Understand that that a godly mother knows that is bigger than her too. And God will position you every time to give honor to whom honor is due. And when you oh let me let me let me say this. A godly mother is going to say a godly mother does not keep score. Let's say that again. Say a godly mother does not keep score. You know why? Because she would lose count because she win every time. A godly mother is not going to remind you of everything she's done for you. Well, Mama, I, you know, remember the season for the nine months I carried you, no charge you the reason my body looks the way it goes. Amen. Well, tell us how you really feel, Sister <laughs> Mary. Amen. It's because of you. I used to be a Coca-Cola bottle. Now I'm a one leader. But I still love Amen. A godly mother doesn't see score. And guess what? A godly mother ain't gonna remind you what all she does, because if you got any God in you, you don't remember what your mama did to you. When your daddy wrote you off, it was your mama who who convinced your daddy to give you another chance. I'm so glad I'm okay. I'll just make it see you up. Amen. So never underestimate the power of a godly mother. It was Jesus while on Calvary. Stop dying to recognize his mother. In fact, he said, "Woman, look upon me. Woo. Look upon me. Don't don't hold your head in shame. Look upon me. You are the reason that I'm here. My father in heaven chose you. Watch this. All you mothers, father in heaven." Chose you to become a mother. Amen. So you don't hold your head in shame. You lift your head up on And say, Lord, I thank you. And even if your child ain't living to the standards and the dreams you thought they ought to live, you thank God you still got them. Because while they get living, there's still hope for 'em. And all you got to do is keep on praying. Look at your mother and say, Keep on praying. I ain't say look at your mama, but look at somebody's mama. I say keep on praying, mama. Your help is on the way. Amen. Now, if you believe that, give God a hand, praise and thank, real quick. <laughs> Understanding that a godly mother is going to always stand for what's right. When Mary and Mary went to claim Jesus. And this is where it gets great. Where theologians, where Mary Madeline, only way she could have claimed Jesus' body was if she was married to him, according to the old Eastern law. But they forget it was another Mary with him. Because Mary was his mom. <laughs> look, 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 look here I say, Mama, "Mama trumps the law," and I ain't talking my president either. <laughs> Mama trumps the law. See why the theologians want to focus on what could be a question mark? The fact of the remain that the woman whose canal God allowed him to flow through was there to reclaim. What God has given us. Amen. And the power of a godly mother will ride with their child till death do we call. Because of that, I put it on and tip it off to you. I tip my hat to every mother in here, every mother this. I tip my hat to my wife. She ain't my mama, but she helped me clean some mama babies. I tip my hat to my mother, who resides in St. Louis, Missouri, and getting around just well. I tip my hat to my unofficial, official church mom. If y'all know who I'm talking about, just say her name. Oh, okay, Sabia, okay, I didn't say it, I'll say it. Hey, man, I tip my hat to every woman in here. I tip my hat to every future mother. And if you were not here early, I mean long future mother. Jackie, Jasmine, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I tip my hat to you because there's an old, saying as I come to an end. Y'all might think I lost my mind, but there's an old line that says a child is born with no state of mind blind to the way of mankind. God is smiling on you, but he's frowning too because only God knows what he'll go through. Y'all wonder who it is. That was Grandmaster Flash. <laughs> but a godly mother will stay in that child's corner. A godly mother, when you go to Proverbs, not Proverbs, but, but, but Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 7 and 14, he says that, that, that the unbelieving spouse is, is saved by the spouse that believes. And the children who who were out of order become saved by the praying parent. And nine times out of ten, that praying parent is a godly mother. It was the mother who presented the children and said, God, take them back. As we begin to celebrate you mothers, I hear the life of a young lad right now, and she's probably all... There is God. You running, making noise and, and clapping. That's all right. I can deal with that because I, I don't have to go home with them. <laughs> Amen. But don't don't let that knock you. Let me tell you how God showed me to deal with that. Any time a child is comfortable within their own world in their own environment that they can be them, stop pinching. I'm talking about be quiet. They're a child. Their child. You just get them used to the habit of being in the house of God. And as they grow, you can't expect them. I can't even preach for you all too long. You become like a child. Amen. So they're going to be all right. And with that being said, I want to say, Father, I thank you for this day. I know we acknowledge the second weekend of May as Mother's Day, but, God, if our hearts are really lined up with your word every day, it's Mother's Day. The respect and the honor and the adoration should be every day that we're on top of the ground. The opportunity to reflect that love back to your mother should be at any given moment. Lord, as we recognize these godly women of life giver, because we understand that the word woman means life giver, we thank you for them. We thank you for every decision that they have to make, the good decision, the easy decision, and the tough decision. Because we know that for the most part, they were working with what they had to work with. And as we as children get older, let us remember the sacrifice that these mothers have went through. Let us remember and understand, God, that the greatest sacrificial opportunity that will ever come close to what Jesus gave us was that of a mother. We understand that, Father, play a key role, oh God, but the mother is the glue to the family. The mother is the nu- nutritionist of the family. The mother is the counselor of the family. The mother becomes a comforter of the family. And let us honor her as we have given honor unto you, not that no one could ever replace you, oh God, but you have given us mothers to remind us the sensitivity that God has in each and every one of us. As we go throughout this day, if we need to straighten up our house, let it start right now. If we need to, to repent, forgive us right now. If we need to get the train back on track, get it right right now. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. I wish somebody would just give God a hand praying pray for your brother. whether she's giving give it Amen. And amen, we thank God yet again for another day and another service. For those who are listening, you can join us each and every Sunday here at 45372 Old Highway 290 in the beautiful city limits of Prairie View, Texas. Amen. You can join us each week at ktorradio.com We start promptly at ten fifteen A.M. Meet us Wednesday at seven PM. And until the next time, you all be blessed. Templar show our listening audience some love on this morning.